everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. So thanks for tuning in. You're going to want to sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Yeehaw! Hello. What are we? We're a day late. It's Friday. We are, but, you know, we've been... Special circumstances. <laughs> there is. I'm going to use that for everything. Special I circumstances. Know. Hey, sorry to call you back. Special circumstances. You know, I had a uh, special circumstance come up, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't get to the uh, appointment. You know, I... Uh, what is it? It's Friday. What are we? Day five of the COVID crisis? Like, Syria, maybe day 10? I don't know. Talk to my mom. She's been locked down for three goddamn weeks. She can't handle it. <laughs> she can't. I'm like, about to go fucking nuts, like, son. <laughs> I was going to do that 5K with Dave, and, you know, I had to cancel because I can't fucking leave the house. <laughs> right. No. Grandma's uh, pent up in the old sweet living of the crib, and I'm like, uh, like you were going to be doing a whole lot anyway. You know what I mean? Like, so we have to miss a couple sessions of bingo. Right. Life rolls on. I've, I've, right. been, I've been a busy They have guy. an online bingo. Hook her up with a computer, Fuck, no, dude. No, I'm not. Yes. She's a junkie already on this Pogo or some shit it's called. I don't even know what it's called, but she's on it all the time. It's like, you know, that's my inheritance. She's pissing away uh, on online gambling. You are such a little bitch. Online, online bingo her. No, I've, Online hearts, manja, uh, or whatever you call it. solitary? It's free. It's called solitaire. We are in solitary. Oh, technical. <laughs> yeah. So I went out to get the college kid last week. Yep. He did not want to come home. Neither did Alex. He's torn up about it. He is, a, uh, you know, but, you know, and so the day before I'm going out there, I'm having all these hesitations because I'm like, oh, like, should I travel? And then it ends up that I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. And, uh, and then I thought, I'm like, God, it's probably the safest place for him. Like, nobody's coming in or out. Nothing's happening. It's gorgeous. I'm like, if you want to stay, stay. Well, then they started, you know, they're going to shut down the uh, the Asian food joint and, the you know, all the all the, most of the chow stations on, on campus. So, like, you know what, I'll just go home. I'm good. So we, uh, we did the tour and actually got to spend a couple of days with them out there, which was a lot of fun. We went hiking. We isolated ourselves. Uh... Hiking out in the middle. How of does nowhere. your hiking work? Like, what is that? A flatland hiking, dude. I I got up to five thousand forty feet. Who drove you up there? Bolshevitz. It was my Nikes. No, you didn't have the Nikes on that day. I had the uh, uh, Asics. You know, you drove the Tigers they, up there. Yeah, the Tigers. Yeah, you know what though? I I almost think that after that journey, I have to retire them. <laughs> really blew them out. God damn, my feet smell from whatever. Did you, you hike, know what though? Did you hike Camelback? What? How no, did, no, no. We went up to Sedona. Oh, I we love up, Sedona. Yeah, I went One up my to favorite Sedona places. And, uh, God, I found it was funny. This has never happened to me before. This is insider trading, but since it's just you and I here, I feel safe to say. So I, I uh, the first day there was just a complete shit show, and I ended up going into Scottsdale and getting a place and driving way too much. Blah 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 blah. But then we go up to Sedona and. I'm like, I want to find a, a, a hotel because I'm flying blind. I got nothing lined up. So I, I, I go, let's go, um, let's go uh, pick a place. And I went by this one. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So then I, I find this one and I go in there and I'm like, I use that hotel tonight, you know, and it was discounted. He goes, 
I think we can do better on the rate. I said, all right, well, I was holding my cards. You know, I didn't tell him what I found it on Hotel Tonight for. He comes back and says, well, we can do it for 170 I'm like, oh, which was lower than the Hotel Tonight. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. So I take the room, whatever. We go do our thing. We hike. We go down to this one area to hike. And, uh, and it said uh, Enchantment Resort this way. Dude, did you go there? So we went to Enchantment Good Resort. Good for you. So we're driving in, and I'm like, you know, there's a guard. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, you know, it's a, it's a, supposedly a vortex. You know, there's special yep. healing powers there. Yeah, there is. So I'm like, everything's cool. I uh, I want to go check it out. He goes, all right, yeah, go right ahead, and you can talk to the the people up at the deal. Because at this point, I hadn't booked a room yet, and I go, I go up to the the what would be a bellhop, I guess, but. That doesn't seem like an appropriate name anymore in this day and age. Well, I think that's what they're called. He was a bellhop. Serve, uh, yeah, I mean. But he, um, he's like, welcome uh, welcome to uh, Enlightenment, damn phone. And uh, I'm like, oh, hey. Enchantment. Well, is it Enchantment? I'm bl- it could be Enchantment. Could be. Anyway. I know exactly. I think it's called so Enchantment. So he goes, because yeah. he as we're driving in, there's like 12 people dressed in these blue robes, and they're walking in a circle. There's like a circle, what do they call that, where it's like a spiral into into the center, and they're walking in a circle in these robes. And I'm like, what kind of hoodoo voodoo shit you got going on over there? He's like, you know, there's there's a special healing powers here. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, what what is a what does a night cost here at uh, Enchantment? I think it's Enlightenment, actually. Six hundred to twelve hundred bucks a night. I'm like, are you kidding me? He goes, yeah, it's it's a special place. I'm like, oh, I bet it's a special place. But then I, later on, I find out that like, you know, all these celebrities and shit go there because it's life changing. Boobity boobity boobity. It's re- it's Enchantment Resort. I know it's Enchantment. So Resort. we go and and, and I, you know, I was probing. did you eat on the? Did you at least eat? I didn't and even like go, go no. to the back. I didn't even deck. get out of the car. Oh man, there's did a. You go like, there, you. You, just, I'm done now with this. Move on. Are you kidding me, dude? Move on. Are you kidding me? Move on. This is deep. <laughs> Move on. Did you fucking go there to dry I've, out or I've, something? No, but I've been God? there. No, but I've been there. Why were you there? Some kind of a... Well, first of all, hold on. So when you go there, it's not necessarily... So places like that aren't about necessarily finding God. They're my, finding. My bullshit they're finding, seems to be going nope, off nope, right now. No, it's not going off. Did he, they did he, did they he? find it's like finding peace within yourself. That's oh. what it's all about. So now, Jesus Christ, were you there? Where were you there? I mean, for? you can go out. I in know the, you were there. I have been there. You can go out in the wilderness and find God just in the Why woods. Why were you there for the vortex? Did you walk in the circle with the robe on? <laughs> no, I did not Jesus, walk in the circle David, with the robe. Are you kidding me? I did not walk in the circle with the robe on, but. There is a beautiful area there that's one of my favorite places on earth. Oh, 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 oh and we've lost them. That's <laughs> ah, horrible. No. Then you no, won't you even tell. Was break. it a work thing? No. Were you there by yourself? No. Oh, my God. The bride was with me. <sighs> Enlightenment. No. Enchantment. No, 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 Whatever no, the hell no, it's called. No. It's called enchantment. I don't know. It looks like a fancy... Hoodoo voodoo thing to me, and then well, I went, it is. But some of that hoodoo voodoo stuff is to, good uh, for you. Uh, then I went back to the cheap dewdrop in that I did rent, and uh, that 
movie Couples Retreat was on. Have you ever seen that? I have, and boy, do I want to go there. Well, they had, uh, well, no. The, Would couple... you be Island East or Island West? Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> right. That's what it was. And it's like, they, uh, uh, oh, God. So, a couple of skill building at 6 a.m.? Yeah, see, I was planning on sleeping in and then, and then maybe hitting the jet skis. That is not part of your immediate program here at Eden West. It was in the slideshow. Uh-huh. That would be more appropriate at the Eden East. What's Eden East? The Singles Resort. Singles Resort? Here at the Eden West, our focus is on renewing bonds and nurturing neglected partnerships. And what's your focus over there? Sex. So enchantment is more like island east, east. isn't it? Yeah. Wherever the party's not. Xanadu. <laughs> That's where you would be. They, uh... Anyway, so we end up back at this same hotel, which was quite nice. Um... But it was no vortex. Where was it? Was, was it no right? Hoodoo, so it was hoodoo. down out of the little foot. Well, kind of. So yeah, Sedona's pretty off. high, but you were like down back in the town. Yeah, we were yeah. in town. Yeah. So we 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 did that. And then we ended up uh, staying. I'm like, this place is nice. Let's just stay another night. So I wanted to go book that. And I talked to the lady who's behind the counter. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about staying another night. And she goes, you know, we can match that rate for tonight also. I'm like, mm. Mm, I think you can do better. No, you did not. And this not was at 170. Sedona is beautiful. She you goes, should pay 250 goes, to stay uh, there. She goes, uh, I can match that 170 rate. And I said, I think you can do better. She goes, no, 170 is the bottom. I'm like, eh. She goes, 160 would be the lowest. I said, I don't know. I think you can do better. She goes, no lower than 150. 150 is my bottom. I'm like, really? She goes, 140 140 is it i'm like all right i'll do 140 i said can you make that retro for last night too because you know i should pay the same rate for both nights she goes well why don't you come see me tomorrow when you check out i'll be here and uh and we'll see what we can do so the next night the next morning when i'm going to check out i went in there and i'm like hey and you had said you'd maybe match the rate or whatever she goes yeah i knocked that one down to 136 she goes so that, you know, so you'll think of us next time you come to town. I'm like, well, yeah, that's perfect. She said they had over a thousand cancellations in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like dropping like flies. I'm telling you. So it's crazy. Not, OK. And there is going to be a uh, so in my world, like the music world, that is just so absolutely horrible for people. I mean, <sighs> even like and you would think these big, huge acts and stuff like. No, I mean. Like, so, like, the problem with big, huge acts is you just have more people you have to cut from your staff. Yeah. You know, so you could cut up to, let's say you had a tour planned and, and these people were hired and you needed 50 to 80 people or whatever. you. I mean, I'm just throwing numbers out. But right. you needed a substantial amount of human beings on your tour to make your tour run. All those people are now laid off. Ooh. Now, you take, like, a local music scene. And even in our local music scene, and people don't know it, but in Minnesota, it's a big, thriving right. community. And people actually make their living and their lives off of it. You know, they pay their rent, their mortgage. They feed their children off of it. Right. And, you know, I have friends that play six, seven nights a week, sometimes five. But, you know, five would be maybe yeah. the average, but like six. And they get paid for it, and they they that's how they live yeah and it's all gone yeah it's it's, it's a all different gone. time our totally. governor's going to talk today at two 
Every time we talk, something big is happening. Right. So you take, not to hop on the corona thing, but then you take a restaurant. Like, let's say, and can you imagine being like a Buffalo Wild Wings? And this is important because I don't think people think, and I'm not degrading, I'm being mean. I'm just, it's hard to like think in just the big picture when your life is getting affected and you're just thinking of your life. But like a Buffalo Wild Wings, how much of their yearly income was made based off the final, or based March off March Madness. Madness? Yeah. Think about it. Big time. Big time. And, well, but I think that they're a big enough company where they're going to be, it's going to hurt them. Well, think about the franchise. when you look at because, the little mom and pop shops. Yeah. So that's what I'm, exactly. So, so that's what I'm trying to say. got to get I mean, out and just like. The, people got to get out and support the, the, the takeout thing. And I think, I think it's cool. some of those go under. Oh yeah, not the little ones, the big ones. You know what's because they ran my, on uh, such a tight. Sorry, but they ran on such a tight. Oh yeah, the, the margins are tight in it, so you can stay competitive and give something in your advertising and everything else. Well, the, so this is affecting a people, and my hope is that that we can come together, whatever race, religion, belief you have, whatever party, political party, have to. everything. Fuck whatever they're doing in Washington, D.C. That doesn't matter. We well, as a people need to come together. I think that uh, that's it. we just that's need to I find feel. a new way to to operate in this environment. Love and peace, There's man. a lot of people that, you know, uh, and, it, and it tends to be the bottom of the food chain, which is a bad way to say it, but you're more uh, labor, not even say that, but like hairstylists, servers right you know small boutique restaurants these people are all being affected pretty dramatically hardly and i think the Hard. beauty of it is that people are realizing it right and 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 you know i myself when i got back from phoenix on whatever day it was what is today friday so i got back on wednesday and uh i immediately turned around to book a trip to florida because our spring break got canceled yep and uh you know airfare is nothing and I felt safe doing it because there's nobody at the airports. There's right. nobody anywhere. There was a lot of people on my flight back from Phoenix, but I think that's because everybody's coming home. Um, so we ended up booking this trip to Florida, and we were all go because everybody wants to get to the sun. But in reality, it's not the right thing to do. So we went, I went out and canceled everything this morning because even though it's cheap and it's doable, it just seems so wrong because what happened is I, I rented a house and the lady in the house sends me an email and she says, hey, I hate to do this, but can you bring your own toilet paper? And I'm like, now, wait a minute. If I'm going to be in a different state and they go in this lockdown type procedure that like California has right now, how am I going to find food? How am I, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, I mean, my kids are just devastated, which a lot of kids are pissed because everything's gone wrong. But it's like right now we just need to find a way to adapt and make things, you know, uh, functional, but to have to support your local businesses. I mean, this is devastating to some of these small, you know, mom and pop run shops. So order takeout, you know, make sure you're, you're you know, call your stylist uh, for your hair and see if they'll come to your house. Something, you I know, mean, some gotta sort keep of way spreading the money around. That's the big thing. It. They're putting this huge... Uh, uh, bailout money together, but you know, in reality, 
We don't want to depend on that unless we have to, because we're all going to end up paying for it down the road. I mean, Correct. it's just tax money coming out of our pockets. And I'm really getting tired too, Darren, about like the, or I'm sorry, DK, <laughs> <laughs> about about the you, use the radio name. Yeah, eh? sorry about like. I just am tired of hearing about the political part of this. I, I'm tired of it. I, well, it I doesn't think, matter. I think there's a huge hype factor, but I think they have to do that in order to get people to change their ways. You know, like, uh, uh, but I think a lot of people have. It seems that everybody's working from home. Everybody's, uh, you know, what are these guys doing with their kids at home? Jesus. I, you know what I mean? Well, like mine are like, asleep until noon. <laughs> yeah, business as usual. I uh, game until two thirty. You know, my wife uh, works part time at the school, and Done. she's been crazy busy because right. they have to find a way. Right. And uh, you know, shout out to these schools and and all these companies that have now all of a sudden, boom! Well, we have a form for that, or we have a plan for that, or we have, you know, this. Let's, uh, you know, she had to go there one day because they put together these packets. So the little kids could have iPads and whatnot at home so they could then study and do their do their work. So I have a friend. Sorry to cut you off, but no, I have fine. a friend in the school district. Who, um, I didn't mean to lose track of thought. I just got to say this right. I have a friend in the school district who has been working so hard to make this work for everyone. It all, I mean, like with sleepless nights. Well, there's no diagram. And it's, there's and no- it's to try to invent how to make this work so we all can be God. okay. You know, it just sucks though. Cause I've got a, a daughter who's a senior and everybody's going through shit, but they're like, you know, they're not going to have a prom. They're no. not going to have any of this shit. No. So it's just bonkers. So I think why my, she took it pretty hard today that we're not going to be traveling, but what are you going to do? Life's not fair and, and we're going to get through it. People are finding a way. I get a charge out of it because when you watch the news, yeah, they don't have the news anchors in the studio together. Right, they're, they're in like the places, split screen, which is awesome. That's why Dave and I are in separate studios. He's in Studio Two B, and I'm in Studio One A. Of course, because you get the so best studio distancing. <laughs> hey, so here's another thing, and this could be, you know what? We're gonna do a live commercial right now, folks, Jesus. and DK is gonna do it. All right. And I I'm going to tell him what it is, and you're going to see how talented he is. I can do anything. I know you can. Here it comes. <laughs> the food shelf in our town, because people just, we we kind of get overwhelmed and we forget about the importance of helping others. And the food shelves in your town, whatever town you're from, are hurting right now. So we need to take time. I am proposing that. Within the next two days, $1,000 of food get into our community food shelf would be the Mound, West Tonka food shelf, right on um, 110 here in Mound. Commerce. Commerce Boulevard. And Darren's going to do a commercial on it right now off the fly. Ready. What, what, what did you Hit the do? post. Hit the post. No, you're going to do it. One, two, three. Hit the post. Go. Uh, food shelf. <laughs> Go to the food shelf. Hey, we can do a jingle. Yeah, everybody down to the food shelf. Yes, food shelf. Got to bring some food. Bring the Mm -hmm. non-perishable items. If anybody's got toilet paper, anything that you're not using or could be uh, willing to extend, uh, these people need it more than anyone because we're all hurting. But they're also, you know, so do what you can and drop by your local food shelf. 
or any of these community things that are trying to help out. I know they're doing things for uh, some of these medical people who are putting in hours and hours and hours. And if you can go over there and walk their dog for them or relieve them, you know, of whatever burden, babysit their kids, what the hell ever. Uh, you got to help out. You got to check on your neighbors. You got to make sure everybody's doing all right. But uh, make a point of giving a little to the food shelf, maybe a little more than you normally do, because we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic. And could I add one thing to the commercial? Don't interrupt my commercial. Sorry. Go. Go to the food shelf. Food, food shelf. shelf. Food. See, now I wrapped it up. Now go. If you think <laughs> that, and this it's is going to be controversial. Yeah, this is going to be controversial. <laughs> You know, everybody needs to help everybody right now. And if you can help in any way, you should do that. Correct. And um, I'm only going to build the food shelf half price for this commercial. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah, so that's my way of giving them. You are you know, such I'm gonna, generous, I'm gonna man. My, I'm going to cut my rate in half just you for them. So just generous. Just one time. Um, but, no, uh, everybody needs to keep that in mind. And, and honestly, you know, stay away. Stay uh, whatever they're saying. I just had somebody tell me that. Uh, don't wear your shoes in your house because your shoes could pick the virus up from the floor and, you know, whatever. Just be I'm safe. I'm in love with my shoes, though. That could be the hardest thing for me God, to kick. I got. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to get rid of these Asics. I put so many miles on them. I go and, like, reorganize my shoes. Like, I built my own shoe thing. <sighs> Did I teach my... you that in enchantment? <laughs> when you're done walking in circles, <laughs> rearrange your shoes. It's soothing. <laughs> Bullshit, dude. I'm gonna find out what happened there. I don't. Even, hey, uh, speaking of which, I was gonna have the Big Easy on today. Yeah, he has a big problem right now. Mm. Woo! Not related to the the pandemic either. This is just a welcome to the building contractor world problem. Holy shit! Not a good thing. So anyway, we got no sports to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because nothing is happening. Well, there is a lot of football trading going on. There is. Let's talk a little football. No pigskin. Tom Brady going to be a buccaneer? He is a buccaneer for he 30 mil a year. Jesus Christ. Good for him, though. He's going to be able to say, hey, I didn't need Belichick. I'm a winner. Mm. And Belichick's going to say the same thing when they keep winning. Do you think they'll keep winning? Yeah, because I think... I think that, okay, so this is going to be to any Patriots fans out there, I apologize, but Tom's really good at, like, what they did. Yeah. It's obvious, six Super Bowls. I mean, he's really good at what they did. But I don't think he, um, I would would say that the Buccaneers right now are retooling their offense to fit. Oh, they got some killer receivers. Right, but they're retooling it to fit what he can do. They're going to go from zero to hero quite rapidly. Well, I don't think it. No, I don't think it works like that. If the if the book houses were open in Vegas, old DK'd be calling. Because you know why? Why? Because we just signed dipshit for another couple of years, and we're not going to be doing anything this year. We get rid of Diggs, and we re-sign Cousins. I would like to say that in this time Come and place on. in the world, let's not call anybody dipshit today. Unless you're an asshole and don't donate to the food shelf, then you're a dipshit. Go ahead. Uh, I think that's a. I think we need to find out who. What do you want another commercial? <laughs> no, I, I think just we. I think we need to find out who keeps making these decisions. Is that Spielman? Come on. Well, he would be the one that he would be the one that would be discussing the trades with the Why potential suitors. We, selling the farm 
Why did well, we sell the farm to get okay, Brady? Okay, why would we? It would have been the Brett Favre syndrome at, all over again. No, Brett we Favre. We kicked and, ass with Brett Favre. Brett Favre and Tom Brady are two Favre. opposite sides of. Let's of call him Favre the from line. here on out. Brett Favre. Yeah, I'm the good Wrangler with that. representative. Yeah. Well, I wear my jeans. I, I'm out in Mississippi chewing tobacco and riding doggies. <laughs> what about uh, we get rid of Diggs for? Picks? What did we get for him? What did we actually get for him? Come on now. We got a one, a three, a five, and a six, and a four in 2021. You have all that memorized? Get the hell out of here. Dude, you got to get a life. Dude, I have a life. It's big and awesome, and it's really hard right now because there's so much shit. Like, just well, so many you, angles you, I, that aren't How do we right have now. that many? Uh, but we got nothing. So when does that see? When it, when, so next year's draft? This coming summer's draft. Okay, when is the actual draft? Well, I don't have that memorized. July? Okay. No, yeah, July. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's July. So do you think that the moves that are being made are going to be enough to stir up the league a little bit so we could see some new crazy fancy stuff? What do you mean? Well, like, I mean, that's a big deal with uh, and uh, uh him going to Tampa Bay, that's kind of a big deal. Well, it's a huge deal, but but at the same token, like I it like for the players we have and what we have and the offense we have and how we run this, I would rather have Kirk Cousins than Tom Brady and I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan because he doesn't have like this killer instinct. It's like when the when the metal meets the road, it's time to go. It just feels like he He's doesn't come through. We need a stone cold killer. I've said that a thousand times. I know it, and I I agree with you on that. I can't believe that with all the people and all the picks that it's are like out there, Andrew Wiggins in basketball. I mean, great basketball player. He go metal meets the road. Not a stone cold killer. Yeah, let's go. So, do you think there's just going to be an asterisk by all these seasons this year? Like, there's no hockey. There's no basketball. They just fade to black. They're out. Or do you think they'll pick the seasons up when they come back? Can these teams continue uh, to practice, or are they shut down? I don't think that they can. I, I, You know what? I don't know the answer to that. But I do think this. I think that um, I think hockey's done. Baseball is iffy till well, they'll June, still get amazing, July. Yeah, they'll get the season I mean, in. June maybe. Hopefully by then. They won't get it in. Hopefully they'll go, hey. It'll be a half season. Yeah, but then you know what they're going to say? This is probably the right amount of games to make this an interesting thing. Well, it'll be fun. I mean, think about it. If they're stacked up and, like, pushed together. Yeah. And it's just changing so quick and everybody's tight and close together. It'll have some value rather than dragging it out. So and I you're think not, they'll right. learn something. And you're not playing, you know, five games in in seven days or five games in eight days you're playing five games in six days and now you got issues with your pitching well we don't need to pay we don't need to play you know the white Sox five times we could play them three times in the seat you know what i mean like we go back and forth on a lot of these a lot where we could narrow it down and not have to travel as much we shouldn't have to uh you know i think they can condense the season and and make it a really interesting uh, uh, sport, right? So that it's not because not uh, you know if you got what do they got 120 games or something in a regular season? I mean, I think that just drags on to where each game doesn't have as much value. Or if you cut them in half, they got some meaning. You know, fo- football they have what 16 games, 
I mean, every one of those has a, has a more value because there's not as many games. Right. And then the, the, the thing that always interests me in football, because the season's so, like, so short, it's like we don't start caring about the playoffs until maybe the eighth game. And then you look at your record and, oh, shit, we got to win five of the next right. eight to they make matter. it. Right, but every one matters. So I always look at it like you got to win this game, this game, this game. Right, we're in baseball. If your game's sixty, who gives a shit? Right, but now you you cut her in half. Now it yeah. really matters. So things. But do you think up. they'll raise the price of seats then? Because they got to make no, that revenue. I don't know. I don't think. I think that revenue's gone. Because I don't think you're in a culture right now where you can start gouging people. As a matter of fact, I think what they'll do to start off is actually drop the prices to actually get people in the stadium who are still fearful of coming down with the corona. Well, I think everybody's going to be so happy just to get outside. They ain't going to give a shit, you know. I just talked with a friend today about walking the dogs, but we got to stay on one side of the room or the other, and we'll be yelling to me, hey, how you doing? But at a certain point, if you're at home (laughs) and you haven't been exposed to anybody— I mean, aren't you in the clear? I mean, how long? Like, well, you would think. You got to, st- you know. So I think we're going to find that. I, it, we're going to be fine. I uh, I think we'll be watching baseball games before you know it. And moving on with everything. I think as long as these small companies can weather the storm and, and people get out and support them, I know I'm going to be picking up a lot of Chinese food. And, uh I had a hey, convert- this thing! This thing came in a bag from China. I love it. Last week, I love it's probably. And epic. I looked at it, and I'm like, "The fuck! It's from China. Can I even open it, dude? It's got the smoothness to it, though, because it's the dude. I know, but it's it totally could have the it. shit on it. No, it doesn't have the shit on it. So it doesn't live on that type of stuff. So well, it came in a bag. It didn't come like that. No. So no, but it's definitely got the vibe of the dude. Oh, God, man, <laughs> I love the dude. So question. I had a friend, I had a uh, acquaintance, not really a friend, but he posted something about Trump calling this the China virus. Yeah. And why I didn't like it, I didn't kind of think of how he thought through it. And we didn't get in an argument about it, but got in a good discussion about it. Nice. How do you feel about him calling it the China virus? I absolutely do not give a shit. You don't? No. I don't care. It's okay. a virus. It's a problem. Who gives a shit what he says? Okay. I you know what I you know what I am sick of? What? Are people with their fucking thoughts about Trump or about any of these people? That's really a problem. But it's like what he says, he calls it this call what I don't care. I don't care anymore about any of that shit. Okay. There's one guy on 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 um, line that I follow because he was big on the wall and big supporter of military and blah blah blah. blah. But I had to unfollow him because it's so doomsday, mm-hmm. you know. And you really uh, can't turn the TV on. You can't look at any social shit because it's all doomsday. And I think people are almost past the point of the political portion of it. They should be. But what 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 are your thoughts on well, the, him calling it the china virus so you know i've talked before on the show quite a bit about how i feel about people that are so far right or so far left and we can't like get in the middle and just be a people together right yeah right but this i'll call him jc not jesus christ not that jc the <laughs> not, other one not that jc but he did make a good point and when he does that it does lead to hate to a certain group of people, I didn't, I didn't, although I didn't like him saying it, and I thought it was kind of 
ridiculous. And then, then I acquiesced a little bit and I said, yeah, I do see why you think it's racist. But now, after thinking about it for a couple of days, it bothers the hell out of me that he does it. And here's why. Because he's limiting, or not limiting, but he's he's hindering our ability to just care together. about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. To come together. Right. So when he does that, there's this whole group of people that he's freaking alienating. And that is a huge problem to me. Yeah. And that's why I don't like it. Yeah, but people gotta people gotta know uh, when to hold them and when to fold them. I mean, it's it's it. Yeah, I mean, he it says a lot of shit that's disturbing, but it's fucking uh, horrible. But it's it, you know you're not gonna change it, you, you know, and and to get completely upset about it, and it's like I don't know. I'm just so sick of the whole thing. I I. <laughs> I do, uh, I do love to see uh, that uh, they've all but eliminated Bernie. They, they've uh, they've made it very difficult on him to do anything. He's done, <laughs> and it's and you know what? It's a goddamn shame too. I don't know. I uh, I wouldn't vote for Bernie Sanders, but what the DNC did to him, yes. Yeah. They drilled her down. Unbelievable. So I don't. I don't know. I think you know this whole thing supposedly originated in China from bats. Is that right? Oh, I'm not. I wouldn't ever profess to be able to say what I think it. I, Somebody I, said that it was a bat thing, like bats. Bats to well, what what they're saying is it went from bat bats to this armadillo. Armadillo? Armadillo-looking creature. Is that like in Texas? With it's, not an armad- it's not an armadillo, but it looks like an armadillo somehow, <laughs> and they eat it and then into the human beings. And then they said, Are like, we eating the armadillo then? No. And then they said, well, it could have came from- <laughs> No. From um, selling test animals back to this market and stuff in that way. And I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but I don't believe- However they're saying that happened- I don't believe it. I don't know. I don't know how they're saying it happened. I don't I don't know. We just need to get rid of it. And but I just don't it. want to call it the China virus. I want to just call it COVID-19. All right, you do that. You call it COVID-19. Yeah, because I don't think the million people in China that hate everybody outweigh the other whatever 4.9 billion people that don't. I don't know what that means, but that just means that you can't take a you can't take a group of people that hate people that's such a small group of people, and then just say, "Well, we're going to hate you because you hate us." You have to take the whole people in general. I Me, mean, you have assholes everywhere. God, maybe I need to go to enlightenment. You might need to. <laughs> it's need, enchantment. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go out in the front lawn here and just walk in circles and see if I can't find. I can like show you how to do it. I don't have the robes, but I can show you how to do it. I'll call the I'll call the boss, tell her to run my robe in here so I can start <laughs> no, circling. It's just it's just enchantment. Care and love East of for Eden. people is so much more important than hate. It's so much easier to hate. So I much think, harder I think to it love. We'll find a lot of uh the post nine eleven kind of shit where people start to realize that there's a lot more going on than their little world. My goodness, um, I everybody hope so. thinks that well, so how long important. did how long did that last? Like six months? Yeah, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, the bullshit started, and then now we're going to war over some sh- lies and shit. And then it's just, you know what I mean? Just bad. So hopefully, 
whoever's in office, if it's Trump, whatever, I hope it's not Biden. And I'll say on this show right now, <laughs> I will not vote for that guy. It's not a chance. Um, well, I got to tell you that it's going to be a fun ride watching these two go at each other. And how good is SNL? I want to be, be the first one to say that if Vegas Sportsbook was open, I would be putting my money on Trump calling Biden a dumb fucker or something <laughs> right so on stage totally. he's just gonna let her buck he won't, he be, he won't be able to uh, he won't be able to hold himself back it'll be quite the show it'll oh. be it'll be uh the apprentice on steroids oh my god he, he might even go you're fired he'll give he him the old control uh, himself well and i think it's gonna and it's gonna be awesome i wish they just cut to the shit right now and just start Let's it just do it you know, they could do like a weekly episode. It just wouldn't. Yeah, it'd be of like the Biden a Trump Chronicles. It'd be like a sitcom. It totally. It, you know what? If if Trump gets an idea that this could make him some money, he would do it. In a heartbeat. And how sad is that, though? But I don't think. I. You know what, though? I don't think Biden can go ten rounds with him. I don't think he can make it till November. Absolutely. If not. we start the show now, they're gonna have to wait. They'll have to start doing debates like mid October. If if Biden wants any shot at making it to the to the uh, November uh, voting stage, Bernie could, but Biden because Bernie can think on his feet a little bit. Biden will just I, lose his shit. Fuck, put a sentence together, big buddy. All right, I man, know. we got to wrap this thing up. Everybody's got to get out and start running uh, some food over to the food shelf and yes, and uh, helping out their neighbors, the nurses, the doctors. Make sure. Uh, as as we always say on this, if you see a, a military, I don't always say it. I I just do it. If you see a military person or or, or police and you want to thank them for their service, you can now do that for doctors and nurses because uh, they're making the world turn around right now, and that's kind of what we need. We need to be strong and uh, be neighborly. So make sure you check on the elderly and uh, stay safe, stay quarantined, and tune into back episodes of the show and. If you're talking to somebody who's bored out of their skull because they got nothing to do, boom, send them to the DK Project. Let them know what's happening. Plus, reach out to us on social media or email and let us know what you're doing, how you're handling this uh, quarantine situation because we're all in, uh, in a different world now and we need to learn how to work with it. So until next week, everyone take care. Tune in. Peace. Have a good week. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick! That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.